0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Raising
1: Asian Teens. Resist the roar.
0: I'm Jeannie Chang, licensed marriage and family therapist with four kids ages 13 to 19.
1: And I'm Sandra Vule, a communications coach and a family attorney by trade. And I have three kids of my own ages 15 through 21.
0: And so we'd like to say that we're going to be starting a new series in light of what's going on. We're titling it Karor virus. And we're roaring roaring away (laughs) through this situation. And between us, we have seven kids. And I want to say they're officially pretty much home (laughs) based on what's going on. So Karor virus part one is what we're going to be talking about today because we know that there's a lot going on.
1: Yes, I don't know about you, Jeannie, but I am definitely feeling the stress and the anxiety of all that is happening, and I thought that I needed definitely a person to speak to, and I'm so glad that we are speaking to one another and hopefully sharing our thoughts, ideas, anxiety, and I guess, holding each other's hand through this process.
0: I, I agree. I'm so glad that you said that. I, I definitely think in, a ta- in, in times like this, I love the idea that I can speak to you about this. We we really felt like coronavirus um, is something that we needed to address because of our own stress, like you said. We are dealing with new territory. This is something none of us really expected. And now what does that look like? So. I guess my first question for you, Sandra. I know that you admitted feeling, you know, stressed about this. What's going on in your household?
1: Well, first of all, I wanted to share with our listeners, and I've shared this with you earlier, Jeannie, that you know, I uh, I have a compromised immune system. So I am uh, I have psoriatic arthritis. I am on a drug that. Um, you know, lowers my immune system. So I am the part. Uh, I'm part of the group where you know the the elderly or people with you know lower immune system. That is with the the virus. That is something that affects that group. So I am actually right now. I've been at home since Friday. I've made it that point to stay at home and to be in the house. And and I'm not leaving this <laughs> this house. Um, until you know such time that I can't. But right now, I know for sure as a mom, uh, my first priority is making sure that I take care of myself. Because mm-hmm. if 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 I don't take care of myself and I end up somewhere that means in a hospital or get sick, then that all the, the burden then goes to my husband and my kids and the family. And so I definitely need to make sure that's the case and and you know my uh my in-laws who are elderly they also live with us and so I have another set
0: of <laughs> wow,
1: people that I have to make sure we're extra careful. And um, I know that my son actually is flying home today from Singapore for a an abroad program. And we're going to have to figure out how we're going to self-isolate and quarantine him also. So those are all the different issues just in my household that I'm dealing with, much less You know, I'm sure that all different families who are are, our listeners, everyone is is has their own worries also in dealing with different things. What about you? Wow, Sandra,
0: thanks for sharing that. That is a lot. You're right. You have pretty much all the Um, I want to say that all the points that that regarding this. The, this, what's you know, COVID 19 that that you need to be even extra careful because you are bringing up every basically every facet of things. You, you have an yes. immune suppressed <laughs> um, immune system, and then you have uh, your son coming home from traveling abroad. I'm so glad he's able to do that and come home. And then you have elderly parents. So I would say yes. you just shared all three of the things that we need to really look out for. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I feel like part of this whole discussion and just knowing how. Here's the deal. There's there's a lot of things out there about hype and being overly um, sensitive to the information and even being maybe exaggerating. But I think what I've been telling clients and just understanding myself as a mom, that that the point is to address and be and accept your anxiety and stress over this. And Sandra, I can hear that in your voice, but then yet you've also... You're also, you know, finding a way to manage the fact that, you know, you need to quarantine your son and, and et cetera. So my point is, in this in this time of facing what's going on, the first step that I've had to do is to remind myself to accept what is, not not the what ifs. So here's what we live on. You you do know that this whole virus situation is all about the what ifs. But it's very true. We have to be aware of the what ifs. Like, what if there's more outbreaks? What if there are more cases? What if there are more deaths? What if... Um, you know we get infected right as they say according to facts it could be inevitable but if we focus on that and and live off of that then we are completely living in fear in our household and we ourselves become a mess and the whole point is sandra you protecting yourself not only that not just physically you do know that emotionally we have to protect ourselves to protect our physical bodies because when we're emotionally stressed you know what that does to our bodies so i would say utmost thing is how's our emotional health and just admitting and sharing openly of what's stressing us out is really a huge step i'm thankful that i have this to share with with Sandra, and go through this together and i will be the first to admit we don't have those things i don't i'm not living with elderly parents my parents are safe in their home way up north which is fine and also you know i I guess, generally speaking, we're healthy, so we don't have any immune suppressed, um, I guess, we're not dealing with that. But let me just share, that doesn't matter. No matter what, when you're still stressed out and you're facing something completely unknown and something scary as something like this, I will say that I will, you know, I've gotten a little bit, I'm exaggerating some things, right? My daughter came back from spring break, just like your son's about to come back, but she did come back sick with a cold, Let's just, oh. let me just say that it was, it's a cold. Now I will say, um, she doesn't have a fever, but you know, the first thing I said was when she was texting me on her way back yes. going, okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Should I get you tested for the coronavirus? And yeah. and then I went, okay, yeah. calm down, Jamie, calm down. Let me figure out what the symptoms are. But I will admit even the
1: common cold right yeah. now is freaking me yeah. out
0: yeah mm-hmm. well I,
1: I just know that even in the house anytime you know anybody coughs, even if like they're they are possibly <laughs> just food went down the wrong type right. or a wrong way you're like you're looking her like you're not getting sick are you exactly <laughs> oh often, yeah i'm asking I, that too I think it's that whole yeah it's that whole paranoia you know and, and just a lot of worry and i know that the what ifs and what ifs. I think for us it's a very um, tight rope, a fine balance between the what ifs because what ifs, then you have to make sure that you're taking some precautions, right? You're, you're making sure that your food is stock or you have the medicine and all that. So certain things we have to do, but if we concentrate on too much of the worrying, I think exactly what you're saying, it's a cycle, Mm -hmm. right? So I know for sure that, you know, anxiety, um, and stress, adds to lowering my immune system and making it worse. Uh-huh. So I have to consciously say, okay, you know, that's too many hours reading the news. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Sandra, you need to put it away. Uh, wake up in the morning and write your journal, right? Making sure you just even walk out the door to get fresh air, sit on the swing, maybe, you know, walk up and down your driveway. Um, just to, to make sure that I am, Um, staying calm, right? And, and collective and making sure that, you know, blood pressure is not high, those kinds of things. So all parents, and especially moms, I feel that um, as, as parents, we are, we are the center of things. We are the leadership, the leaders in our family. And so we have to step up and really be strong in this very difficult time challenging time and so if we are stressed if we feel a lot of anxiety it shows and that is going to be contagious Oh yeah uh,
0: we know anxiety is contagious and i was going to say but the reality is it's okay so i always tell people that it's okay to be stressed yeah um and admit it and be like you know kids let's 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 be real i'm not letting you go out you know to uh, a friend's house i don't care if it's just only a gathering of less than 10 as trump mandated but i would rather rather be cautious and 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 not have them because i don't know who they're actually hanging out with you know um on my end we can do i want to say the, the best thing about managing anxiety is to know what you're in control of so exactly what sandra share i love it Going outside, um, trying to watch your blood pressure, you know that you're in control of those things. You can definitely do that. I enjoyed outside. Let me tell you a funny thing about coughing. So, I happened to be talking to a neighbor and I did go into a coughing fit, uh, you know, dry coughing, which I guess is one of the symptoms of coronavirus, but I'm not even sick. But you know why I went into a coughing fit, which they all laughed and they were like, okay, Jeannie, stay away. It's a joke. But I went, you guys, look at the pollen outside. The pollen was on the driveway, right? Here in this area, there's a lot of yellow pollen coming out. We can't forget that this is also pollen season, which means allergies are rampant. So you may be coughing and sneezing. So I just happened to go into a coughing fit because I must have inhaled some pollen outside. So we made it a joke, but I said it was a a little aspect of practicing mindfulness when I had to go, yeah, wait, wait, yeah, why, why did I just go into a coughing fit? You know, you panic for a second, then you go, wait a second, see the yellow pollen on the driveway? technically we are outside right now and we probably I'm breathing in this yellow pollen that I'm not necessarily allergic to but when you're outside for extended amount of time during pollen season you probably will have some effects of that so I'm sharing that only because that's also a point of being mindful in the the what is the what ifs are normal and they're understandable but if you can focus on the what is which is what I'm trying to do every day the what is is I'll tell you how I freaked out about not having enough food. I will admit <laughs> that's my thing. I was like, all right. Like I wanted to battle mode last weekend, this past weekend going, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to every store imaginable, Costco, BJ's, um, the cream grocery uh, store, everything, not touch anything, bring all my wipes, hand sanitizer that I have and literally get everything I can imagine. And, and I did. Let me tell you, I did. Maybe a little too much and it's not about hoarding. I also have four kids three of them boys i'm telling you now we will definitely <laughs> my stress is running Eat out of food. All. i know i'm like um you guys want to drink that canned soup that i got just in case i even got canned soup okay because i'm thinking what can not be perishable I know. right so i tend to freak out about food and and maybe unreasonably so so i need to calm down yeah you know yeah yeah <laughs>
1: It, it was it. I, I definitely, you know, I am the one who I want to be at the grocery store. I want to be because I know exactly what my family needs. But, you know, and I, I told my husband, he's like, are you going to just have a lot of anxiety about this? You know, not not going to the grocery store. You, you, know, you shouldn't go to the grocery store. You said you have to stay home. You know, and I was like, yes, I do have to stay home. So we ended up sending my daughter who, you know, basically FaceTime me. I said, go go down this aisle. You pick up this. This, you know, we made a list and had a strategy. But, um, yeah, but it, it is one of those things where you do, as a mom, still want to be in control, still want to be well prepared uh, for this as, as you know, things progress. And it just looks like it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better
0: it, it does and I think um, I think the thing is
1: how are like how are you how are your kids in all this
0: Sandra because our kids are both teens right and, and older college kids but let me tell you something I think that's the tougher Population when dealing with something like this. Um, let me explain why. Because when you have younger kids, like elementary school kids, they're all they're a little bit more adept to listening to you because they're in less control. Where you have teenage yes. drivers, right? Or they're like, "Oh, let me just go do this real quick, an errand." So yesterday, I'll tell you, uh, my kids went to play tennis together. Now I allowed that because I felt like they needed some outdoor activity and it was just them three, right? Them together on the court. Yes. And I feel like, again, yes. that's okay. But I was still like, okay, after you get in the car, wipe your hands, say, hand sanitized with the tennis balls that you guys touched. Um, and then they did one <laughs> errand. They went to CVS to get something and I was like literally bothering them every step of the way. I'm like, all right, what are you getting? I mean, they told me they were going to get some stuff like candy and and I'm like, go in and out quickly and, and and that's the thing i'm like calm down mom to myself calm down but i think it's okay you can I, I i didn't allow myself to freak out i just allowed myself to be stressed because my kids went out and so that's why i'm thinking i might have to figure out with my own teens them not going out and that sounds bad but elementary schools will be listening to you they can't drive so they have no choice but our teen drivers how are you handling this
1: I'm asking you something. Yeah. So, so 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 definitely for me is having a, a sit-down conversation with them, right? And, I, you know, I explained, of course, my, my immune system. I explained the elderly, you know, parents, the grandparents. They do not want to do anything. They might not get sick. They may be carriers and just bring it, you know? And so worst comes to worst, they do not want to be responsible or the person who brought it, you know, into the house. So I said that, at this time, we're just going to be have to be very vigilant. We have to be extra careful. And if that means, you know, uh, it means that you can't see your friends, you can't do this, you can't do that. You're just going to have to be okay with it. It's pretty much. And they know that priority-wise, you know, the family and the health and, and safety of the family has to come first before, you know, their fun or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else it is. And how yeah. are they But I think them? having that... Huh, Having that conversation, you know, I think for them it's it's okay. Like they know why I have to be vigilant sure. about that, and so you know, I think they respect it. And I say, this is the rule. This is what I want, you know. And you're in the house. So, and you know, of course, we can always take away the keys. That's <laughs> true. Us. That's a very good point. Ooh, you know, no, I might yeah. do that. No, not you, like they you, would just re- They wouldn't disobey
0: me and go yeah, up anyways. Yeah, but no. I think for yeah. you, you have a little more realistic situation. Yes,
1: yes, because I think yeah, my my situation is a I think more in terms of just critical, mm-hmm. you know. And so um it's maybe less for your family, but I know that for us it is. And so I think for for it's like, you know, the saying better safe than sorry. Oh, yes. I That's agree. what I feel. I feel like it's better safe than sorry and and sometimes we as especially as moms we have to make that call right Mm -hmm. we have to make that difficult even if our kids don't like us (laughs) even if they roll their eyes or they're not happy about it so what you're the parent so remember
0: which is funny because uh yeah i don't care about that i'm okay if they yeah (laughs) i'm okay if they uh dislike it you know Um, yeah and so and, and here's my thing. I so your are by the way your son's coming home today. Yes. Um are you, how do you feel about that? Are you Super excited. I mean I am short. super excited. And
1: he's pretty he's he's funny. He's pretty funny. He's like, you know, he's been gone since January and he said I have, you know, cuz he was in Australia and in, in Japan and in Singapore and he's been in Singapore for the last, you know, month or so, um almost. And and he has said that he has Dealt with this virus in terms of, you know, people already, he's like, I've lived through this for two, two, two months already. Everybody, I know exactly what to do. And everybody over there in those countries, they've been prepared for it. You know, they've already, you know, had those things. And he's like, you know, I get a temperature check every time I walk into a building, you know, where I'm interning. You know, they have random temperature checks and they have all these things. So he's already telling me, you know, all the things that they're doing to safeguard and so for him he's like I've been been through this I know you know so I think that that's amazing that's cool so
0: he sounds very confident yeah he he, yeah
1: I know he and he's actually he's like what would you like would you like me to bring some toilet paper back that's hilarious he's bringing some hand sanitizer so (laughs) i Yes, good. So yes, sanitary. I will say everybody's out
0: of hand sanitizer. That's the other yeah. thing I wanted to bring up. You brought up a good point—the yeah. whole toilet paper thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so everybody knows that I'm a licensed therapist, and I'm I'm seeing more. I will say I'm seeing a heightened amount of stress. Yeah. Not 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 really bad, but just the people mentioning things. And I asked one person straight up, going, "What's the stress about the toilet paper? Why are you so stressed out at this point moment mm-hmm. that you went to three stores and toilet paper was?" Uh, Unavailable. And then he had to literally think about it. And he was like, you know what, Jeannie? I don't know. I go, exactly. So here's my thing. <laughs> if you don't know exactly what's propelling your stress mm-hmm. and your actions to go out looking for toilet paper, and you can't tell me or somebody when someone point asks ask you, What's the deal with toilet paper? He just went, Well, everybody else seems stressed with it. So I think that's I am. And I say, Exactly. So my point is anxiety is contagious. So you got infected of the toilet paper yes <laughs> you know uh, getting the toilet paper but then you yourself cannot explain yeah why you need to get it and then I asked are you out of toilet paper he goes no I have plenty I went okay so then you don't need it <laughs> <laughs> he left going you know what you're, you're right wow. why did I go to three stores but my point is That'll actually help you. What I'm trying to say is when I can pinpoint in that very moment, it's, a, it's just a concept of understanding your anxiety and and what is, and the concept of mindful living. What exactly is stressing you out about toilet paper not being available? And if you're saying to me, I don't know, maybe it means you're really not stressed about toilet paper. Maybe it, it just means the coronavirus or, you know what I'm saying? Or the yeah. unknown. Explain it will help you. Manage it. Yeah. So he left going. You're right. I don't need toilet paper. I have plenty. Yeah. And I think okay, it. again, it's just part that of that.
1: It's part of that control. Do I have control over something? And 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 I, it does feed into the anxiety. Uh, for sure you know Um, so one of the things that I've been trying really hard to do is um, you know to be to look at things from a different perspective I sit down and I have to say you know I have to write like what I'm really grateful for you know to be able to work from home or you know my husband gets to work from home now my kids you know my son is you know on the flight as we speaking you know on the way back and 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 then now and then I you Think of all the people who are in very, very dire situations. You, you know, all the people who are still having to work, or all the restaurants are, are closing. All the, you know, difficulties that are so many people and then you just look at yourself and like okay you know what if i don't have enough food and my kids have to eat sardines that's what they're going to have to do is eat sardines you know Um, (laughs) do you have sardines i I don't have sardines (laughs) you know and interesting so so i think also you know making sure that we keep things in perspective as we worry and we have anxiety and we have all these things i have to sit down and think be grateful you know be grateful for the things that we have and just know that yeah difficult times are going to come but we're going to go through it and i think having also that positive mindset you know is important um, just to keep I to keep that. sane uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> keep saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah keep saying yeah so i was going to say to add to that most people and here and i know i'm i'm going into some anxiety management skills but i can't help it but the, the thing is to keep sane Sometimes facing your stress or anxiety, which I think Sandra's doing a great job of, is uncomfortable, meaning we want right away to feel comfortable. And maybe it means at this point accepting that things are not comfortable. Everyone, sorry. I think we just got dropped off with some technical issues, which I'm sure can happen, (laughs) especially in this day and age of everyone going online and virtual. But what what I was kind of trying to say right before we got cut off was talking about what we can control. And I think Sandra hit the nail on the head when she was talking about taking care of herself. And just to talk about that, that's I would say moms, parents, listeners, um, we are talking about parenting, right? So- We can control how we take care of ourselves first in order to take care of our family. Right, Sandra? So I think that would be our mind call to action.
1: Yes, definitely. So one of the things that I have, you know, it's always on the forefront of my mind is what am I doing for myself? So one of the things is making sure that I'm not reading too much, putting the phone away before I go to bed, trying to get... Adequate sleep, because of course that's part of your health, also, um, and and making sure that that I stay connected, that I'm calling my mom, that I'm talking to my siblings, that I'm talking to my friends, you know, people who I care about, and having still that social interaction with other people so I'm not isolating myself. And, you know, and of course I get this great thing of, you know, talking to Jeannie every every week. Super fun. Because we are sharing. We all sharing our journey and i think you know making sure that you are talking to your girlfriends or connected on um, um you know online and so that we can share the pressures and the anxiety that we're going through but but helping one another you know stay grounded and supporting and encouraging one another i agree with that wholeheartedly i will say of
0: course being solution focused what are the strengths happening? What's good that's coming out of this despite it being a time of uncertainty and and stress? I was going to share that honestly, I am enjoying having four kids under my roof for now. <laughs> I mean, so that sounds funny. But it's having, the first it's, week, it's, a, it's right? the first it's couple the first days. Week. No, but but uh, what can come out of it is strengthening yeah. your family and so as cheesy as it sounds this will we hope this too shall pass and it will like you said and being grounded and what's going on now is we have our family under one roof i would hope that i'm sure people who don't it's very it's very disheartening and very scary when they're not all together right during this time but i am focusing on what i have which is they're all under one roof so definitely there's some control there where we can say to our college daughter, no, you're not going out. We have to be self-quarantining and just taking care of ourselves. That's one. And two, I'm going to say taking care of yourself that people don't, parents, especially Asian parents don't underestimate that. You know, the whole concept when you're on the plane is they, they say, put your oxygen mask on first, and then you put on your child's. Let's have that Um, imagery where we need to provide our own oxygen before we can take care of others and Sandra said it clearly so what does that look like I love staying connected I love that I can talk to Sandra perhaps you guys have to go the extra mile to be connected during this virtual time maybe use technology in a different way Um, I will say everybody's online now so I'm seeing the benefit of technology I was going to say by the way thank goodness we have technology I mean, I don't even Thank can't goodness. even imagine. Thank right. goodness. Yes. For once, I'm actually going. Yes, <laughs> we have screens, we have virtual calls, and so let's appreciate that. And also, I guess our next step would be talking about what you're doing in your family. But I also want to say, let's see this as a time to have some quality family time. Maybe in a week, mm-hmm. my my tone will be completely different. I might be <laughs> I might be very upset. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But for I'm now, focusing. I'm
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I I I focus. I zoned in on your words of you know strengthening the family this is the time where we can do that you know and and i know that it is a difficult time and a challenging time, but I do see many, many benefits of having all the kids in the house and actually spending time and quality time with them. And that's what we're going to do. And I'm excited to do that as um, our part two series is figuring out now that they're at home and our kids are at home, what can we do together to strengthen the family? How do we keep the calm? How do we be productive? And how do we create Really quality time with our uh, with our kids. So that's definitely in part two. That's for right. Us and, to discuss <laughs> and what that looks
0: like, and we can even be practical about it. So please, if you have any tips and things you want to share, some thoughts, please don't hesitate to email us at raisingasianteens at gmail dot com. But for now, we're going to get through the coronavirus together. That's just our version of it, <laughs> me and Sandra. It's <laughs> a great thing that Sandra yeah. thought up of. And until then, resist the roar. Resist the roar, be safe.